All right. Well, good evening, everyone. Tonight I'm here with Blaine Jones, the uh, co-owner of ClickTrack Profit. He's the one who does all the coding, and John's the one who comes up with all the ideas for him to code. <laughs> so, Blaine, welcome. Um, I'd like you to take us through your day, um, how you prioritize your day as an entrepreneur running your business from home. So my day is pretty hectic overall. There's not like a real organization to it. Um, at any given time, we've got 700 product projects going on and I have to figure out what takes priority and what goes from there. So normally I get up uh, anywhere between three and 7 a.m. whenever I wake up. Um, no idea what time it's gonna be when I wake up. So, uh, and then I will hop on and I will try and figure out what my goals are for the day. And that's always my priority. And, I, and you see it in the, in the groups that we're in, in the Telegram and stuff. I always talk about what's your goals for the day? What are you trying to achieve? So that's what I try and do is prioritize and figure out what my goals are and what I need to achieve that day. And then from there, I like to use mind maps. Uh, not a lot of people do. And I use a mind map to map out everything within that goal. Because my goals tend to be large overarching pieces instead of smaller things that you can do step by step. So I have to break out each of those goals step by step to figure out what I need to do to make it happen. So, and then I just go from there and I start working on everything. And then I take breaks every hour or so. And I hop on my phone and I use uh, Telegram on my phone. So that's why you see me on Telegram. Every, it's almost every hour right on the dot mm -hmm. um, where I'll pop on Telegram, send a couple messages and then go back to, uh, to working. And I just do that throughout the day. Um, and then there's usually about an hour or two out of the day where I talk with John and we figure out what's progressing, what is next, what's happening, what's next on the plate, um, and how do we move forward with whatever projects we've got. So yeah, there's no, I'd like to say that I have a schedule, but it's, it's just me and four computer screens and hectic all the time. Because so. it's not just your business you do, right? I mean, it, you you do another job too. So yeah, I also have an offline job. So when you, when you count that, it's uh, that's usually Monday through Friday, nine to five ish. Um, so outside of that, I'm sitting at this computer the majority of the time. So, so do you have to commute to that job and then? Come yeah, back? yeah, I, I'll go there, drive there. It's uh, like two miles down the road. It's not far. Oh, that's not so bad. real easy. Oh, okay. So you know, how did you start with all this? I mean, how long have you been doing this now? So let's see, I wanna say 2005 is when I started online. And I literally, I did what everybody does, right? Go to Google and type in, how do I make money online? And that's what I, uh, that's what I did. And I started doing that and I found uh, paid to clicks. There was one, it doesn't exist anymore called bucks.to. Turns out it was a major scam, whole bunch of stuff. Um, but I used, I started with that. I invested in that um, and I actually made money off of that. So I invested more and then I lost all of that when they, turns out it was a scam. Um, so I turned and looked for other avenues and I've always had a bad taste in my mouth for paid to clicks or anything that you have to pay or that you have to click a certain frequency to get paid. So I've always had a bad taste in my mouth for those things. And then I found a program um, it was called Private Millionaire, um, and that's where I get my email address from. So if anybody knows my Gmail address, it's uh, pmrcblainejones at gmail.com. So PM stands for Private Millionaire, RC is my middle initials, and then Blaine Jones. 
Um, mm. so, Cause that's what the program said. You need a, you need a good email. Um, so that's what I came up with. I had no idea. Um, and I did that for a while. And that was the first thing that I like made money with. And it was, uh, you sell two eBooks. There's $16 a piece. The first ebook sale goes directly to you. And the second ebook sale goes to your sponsor. Um, so if you sponsor anybody in all of those second level um, sales go to you. So theoretically, if you get 500 people who also get 500 people, that's like $4 million in your pocket. Everybody's sold on the opportunity, right? I saw it. I was like $4 million. I can do that. All I gotta do is get 500 people. Um, so I ended up uh, getting probably two, 300 people underneath me in that program. Um, wow. slowly, but at the time I wasn't building a list. I wasn't, um, building myself and building my business. It was all focused on that one thing and dedicated to that. So I spent a lot of money and it was just, it's super exciting when the first PayPal notification comes in, you made a sale and like, it just motivates you and consistently builds you up and, and, and keeps you going. So that's what I did for that until that program shut down uh, out of nowhere. And I was at square one again, every single time. Um, so then I started, um, well, in the process of the private millionaire thing, I had found traffic exchanges and that's where I was promoting primarily. So I started getting into that and I understood traffic exchanges and all that. So once the private millionaire thing went away, I was like, I need my own like base, my own list, but I didn't know anything about list building or anything like that. So my go-to was to create a traffic exchange. And then there was an old uh, script, I forget what it's called now, uh, one of the old traffic exchange scripts but you could like rent it for like 35 bucks a month and in 500 months you'll own it or whatever their ploy was. I don't know. So I bought a traffic exchange. Uh, it had like 10 members to it and it was called Undercover Hits. And that was like my first real business that I had. So I was, uh, I, I tried building that. I did it for like six months. I tried with nothing, no success, no progress forward or anything like that because it's harder to build a business than most people realize it's much much harder and it's much slower than most people realize especially if you're starting like a membership site like a traffic exchange or a mailer or just any sort of membership site like click profit if you're starting this without a list previous it makes it much much harder to build it up and that's what people don't realize and don't understand so i'm gonna take a drink real quick mm -hmm. well so i did that for like i want to say six months and then I just gave up. I was like, I, this is dumb. I can't do this. This is a waste of energy and a waste of time. I don't know what's going on. And about that time, ClickTrack Profit had launched. Uh, and that's the original ClickTrack Profit with TimTech and all these things. And I was like, well, that's cool. I can do that. So I got in there and I started doing and following the steps, right? And mm -hmm. back then it wasn't necessarily about building your list uh, so much as building referrals and all these things. So I was building referrals and I started talking to John and Tim and Justin and the owners of TimTech uh, and ClickTrack Profit and all their traffic exchanges and figuring out what my next step was and, and what to do next. And that's when I, I realized that I had to build a list and start building a list. Uh, and that's where the original piece came in. I started building the list and I started focusing more on helping people instead of gaining an income and the income automatically flowed in. And it's, uh, it's crazy how it works. It was, it was almost instant. As soon as I switched to helping people versus trying to make a sale, my income rose tenfold easily. That's amazing. Which is pretty crazy in it. And then so six months into click track profit, like they had like the badge hunt, the first inaugural click track profit badge hunt. Oh, I remember I won those. The first badge hunt. I made all the tokens or all the little badges and I got all the little things and 
I won that and I was so excited. And then at the same time I had won during one of the, uh, the training sessions that they had, I had won a, uh, I should have brought it out for, to have it for this, but it was a, uh, a flip cam, the old flip cams that they used to give away. Oh, wow. And that was my start to doing videos. And I've got my videos posted on YouTube and like even the original one there, it's, it's me. I was, I don't know, 23, 24 at the time. And I was in my bathroom with the flip cam on the mirror so it could see me. And I had the flip cam in the thing talking about, I love click track profit. It's a horrible video, <laughs> but I keep it up there just to remind me and to, to show people like when we all start out, it doesn't matter what we're doing, whether it be videos or blogging or sending emails or anything like that. We suck at it, period. Oh, yeah. Almost, yeah. Almost never do we just pick up something and are amazing at it. It takes time and it takes practice. And that's why I keep those videos up on YouTube is to show people like how horrible I was at making video. And this is what, 10 years ago now, at least. Uh, so, and then from there, I partnered with uh, Shane Bost on a program called TE Basics. We wrote I remember that one. Yep, we wrote eBooks to explain to people how to use specific traffic exchanges. So we had different eBooks for different traffic exchanges. And then everything built up from there. And we had, uh, we built a company called Bad Marketing. Um, and then we worked with uh, James Diaz for a short amount of time before we split up with him. And we owned a couple traffic exchanges and built all that up. And then stuff happened. And then the whole PayPal thing happened and everybody got rid of that. So all the money went from here to zero real quick. But the, the only difference is when all of that happened, I had a list still. So... I could redirect and figure out where I was going. And I was still promoting and still building things, um, not necessarily in the TE sphere, uh, but across the internet itself. Uh, I've done affiliate marketing for things like violin lessons and guitar lessons and stuff like that, and just random products that I found. So doing all that. And then I learned a program and taught myself how to do that through Google. And I started talking with John on and off and we kept consistent for a while. And then we built uh, Bitcoin Bully and Steam Savvy and everything just started to mesh together. So, and then that's where we're at today. We've launched ClickTrack Profit. We've got the Hive Guide. We've got Start Earning Today. We rebuilt List Nerds. Uh, we just did Hive Pay and all of these other things as well. So just a calamity of projects that we've got going on. And, and our focus has continued to be pushed more towards uh, the crypto sphere versus uh everything with the PayPal and everything. So we don't, we want to get away from that. And that's why we also built like FirePay so we can accept credit cards because FirePay wasn't originally supposed to be for everybody's use, for all merchants usage. It was just literally a central place for us to accept payments within our sites. And then I was like, why don't we just open it up for everybody so everybody can use it. So they don't have to go through the pain of integrating Stripe and integrating coin payments and integrating uh, Hive tokens and stuff like that. So that was our goal with it. Wow. And now we, here we are today and I'm building a project. Uh, what are we on? 1.78, uh, whatever that is. So, and it, uh, <laughs> so with that, realistically, I don't know if John talked about it earlier or not, but that will hopefully be done this week sometime. Um, I'm getting really close to uh, finalizing everything for it. So is this going to, well, I know it's a surprise. <laughs> They're always a surprise. I don't even let John see what I'm working on until right at the end. And then he's like, can I tell people? Can I throw out hints? Can I throw out stuff? <laughs> as soon as I tell him the progress that I've made, he's ready to start telling everybody. And I'm like, no, because that hurries me up and that rushes me. And I want this all to be perfect. So 
So like you you're you're doing this and you have a job and you have a family too. Mm-hmm. And you guys just got done moving. Wow. Yeah, you and John uh, both moved this year. Yeah, it gets pretty hectic. Both me and I, both John and I had moved this year and I don't think he was expecting to move. Um I knew my move was coming up at some point. I got to move uh, with my job and everything. Um, so, but yeah, so that puts a delay on things. But overall, I mean, we, we have our goals and, and we know what we're focused on and what the future is. So that's, that's, that's all that we try and build from there. So you get set up pretty quick again. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that the uh, office was the first thing that I set up. So my wife was in there folding clothes and washing all that stuff and setting up uh, like the living room and the kitchen and the bedrooms and all that. And I'm in here putting together uh, desks. So, well, so, uh, I mean, is there anything like when you feel like overwhelmed, do you ever feel like overwhelmed? Like you're not going to get everything done. Like what, what advice can you give to people who are just starting out? You know, I asked John this too. People who are just getting into this and they're feeling overwhelmed and don't know where to go first or no, you know, don't know what to, what kind of advice would you throw out there for new people or people who've been in this for a while and are just feeling like, oh, no, 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 this isn't it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and, and we see it all the time. And like, even now today, like I overwhelm myself with these projects and everything that's going on because I have to list out. So as soon as we have an idea for a project, everything goes from an idea to about uh, 20-ish hours of debating back and forth between me and John and figuring out all the minute details of everything. And it gets overwhelming really quickly. Um, So the things that help me personally is a mind map. With a mind map set up properly and depicting every single thing, And I talked to people about this before when they were talking about setting up websites, because setting up a website is not a simple project. You don't just click a button and it's all set up and ready to go. You have to think about every aspect of the website. And I tell people when they're looking at a website or creating like a membership site, like ClickTrackProfit, you have to define every single page before you even start building it. Um, And if you've seen inside of ClickTrackProfit, there's 300 pages in there easily. Uh, So it gets very overwhelming very quickly. Um, So the thing that helps me is the mind map and it gives me a guide and it shows me where I'm at and what I need to do next. And I take the main topic and I branch off of that into a hundred little topics and then branch off of those. And my mind maps look super crazy. Um, And I used to do them on the whiteboard, but I had the whiteboard behind me on the, at the old house. Mm -hmm. So whenever we do a webinar, you'd see all of my ideas and everything that we were built. So I was like, well, I can't do that. So I just use MindMeister uh, and that maps everything out. And it's funny because one time I was working on a mind map and my wife had come in and just looked at it. She's like, is that how your brain works? And it's just a scattered minefield of ideas. But to me, I understand it because I built it. So I know everything that's going on with it. And then other than that, like I said earlier, I take breaks. I take breaks consistently. I stand up, I walk around, I go do things. I play with the dogs. Um, and just take consistent breaks so I don't get consistently overwhelmed and sit here and stare at the screen for hours and hours and days on end. So those are the main things that help me is the mind map and then taking breaks. And like John himself, he takes every Saturday off from Friday evening uh, at dusk until Saturday. And then 
that's what he does. And that's how he de-stresses and relaxes and, and mm -hmm. does all that. I take random breaks throughout. Sometimes I'll take like this past Saturday, I took the whole day off. I was like, I'm done. I'm going to go spend time with the wife. We're going to go watch Netflix for 700 hours and just not care about anything. So, but that's it. And, and you just have to, the biggest thing is, is just finding a balance. Uh, and it's, and it's balancing work and what you're trying to build with everything. And there are a million steps to building a business online without a doubt. And everybody's going to get overwhelmed at some point. You just have to take a step back, breathe, and just figure it out step by step. What needs to happen next? And that's, that would be my advice. That's really good advice. Yeah. I, I have to remember to get up and move and walk around and, you know, it's just my husband and I, so, you know, we don't have any kids. So there, there's that, and or I'll get up and do a little laundry or some housework or stuff. So there, you know, there's ways. And well, today I went off and uh, we were doing Thanksgiving prep with my dad for a while over at the house. So, and then I just, you know, I came back, and you just have to kind of be disciplined to get started back. That's that was hard in the before to get, you know, go off, but then discipline myself to come back in again yeah it's uh so when i do programming if you're if you just step away uh, at any given time trying to get back into it is painful at best because you have to figure out where you're at and what you've done and what needs to go next and all of these intermediate steps between everything so when i take breaks luckily they're right around the hour mark um, but i find good stopping points within what i'm coding so uh, like I said, I use the mind map and I break it up into sections. So, and those sections are about 45 minutes to an hour a piece. Um, and that's, that's how I am able to schedule everything. That way, when I come back, I'm not one lost or two struggling to just get back into where I was. I can easily jump back in and, and go right back to work. Um, so. And you know, my husband's retired. So we just kind of, he, he's watching Netflix or whatever while I'm working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, okay, so we got to do this. So I'm going to work on this for a while. And how much of that movie do you have left to watch? Yep. It's the same thing with like uh, dinner breaks and whatnot. Cause if I reach my breaking point and like she's in there cooking dinner or something, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go see how much time she has left until dinner's ready. And then I can figure out if I can keep going or if I need to stop now and just wait. Um, so so mind map, mind map is just because I, I do simpleology. So I do my to-do list on simpleology. Mm -hmm. And so a mind map is kind of a visual representation of something like something like that though, right? I mean, so you're doing yeah, your it's, tasks. It's just a list is all it is. Uh, so in, I like the mind map because I don't have to when, when I make lists, I go back and I expand later. And if I was right, so John does the analog thing, right? He's got his memo pad out and he writes down everything. My problem is if I write down stuff, it's all crammed together and then I can't cram more into there. Mm -hmm. um, so that's why I like the mind maps because I could just click on an idea and expand it with ease, so. Yeah, you can kind of do that with symbology too. They have the, the list and then the subtasks underneath. Yeah, there's a lot of programs out there that, that can help anybody with the the tasking or the the mapping of things or whatever. Just I've used MindMeister for over a decade now, so I've got no reason to go anywhere else. That's
Yeah, and you got to have something to keep you <laughs> keep you focused. Oh yeah, without a doubt. And I introduced uh, like Eliana to it, and anybody that asks, well, how do I get started? How do I do that? I I introduce them and I show them. And I did a webinar a while back going through how I use MindMeister and how ideas are built. So it works for me and it works really well. John doesn't like it so much because again, he's the analog guy, but I am digital for everything. So I'm like a paperless house at this point. <laughs> That's good. That's really good because paper can just pile up. Oh yeah, it just stacks up out of nowhere. So, and I like it because that way my desk is clutter free and the only thing on here is a mouse pad, a keyboard and a Mountain Dew, so. <laughs> Don't spill that Mountain Dew because that could be a mess. Oh, yeah, never. <laughs> well, I appreciate you talking with me tonight, Blaine. Of course. And uh, I'll get this recording up as soon as possible. Sounds good. So you have a good night, and thanks for joining us tonight. Always. Love doing it. So, and I always take time out of my day to try and talk to people as well. So if anybody's got any questions or anything, I seem like for the most part, people think I'm not like a very approachable person. Um, but most of my statements in like telegram and stuff like that, they come off as brash and I understand that, but I'm a very blunt and to the point person. So I don't like to sugarcoat things. You're not a bakery. You don't have to sugarcoat it. Exactly. <laughs> Get re and you got to be real. Always. Okay. Well, you have a good evening and I'll see you in Telegram at some point. Sounds great. I'm always around, so. Well, you have a great night and we will see you again. All right, take care. You too. Good night, Blaine.